Welcome to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fing. And we're back, man. Episode 282. 282. Let's All get right, it. All right, man. Before we get into it, I want to preface this that we are recording this on a Saturday. So if some big event pops up on Sunday, we're not going to catch it. If you're wondering why. And we're going to actually record this. We're not going to speed it up, but there is like a series of fights that happen tonight. So <laughs> we want to be able to catch those fights too. Jake Paul and. Uh, uh, Nate Diaz. Yeah, so we want to give you guys the most uh, mediocre content before we get out of here. <laughs> I'm fucking around. Let's get into sure. it, man. All right, the leading story this week. Lizzo, uh, ex-dancers suing Lizzo, speak out about the accusations. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, this, is, this shit is serious. We got Lizzo fat-shaming people out of all people. The same body-positive person that everybody was supporting, she's out here shaming people for How being fat. ironic. Huh? How ironic. We yeah. got to be careful who the fuck we support, man. Yeah. Stop going to bat for people you don't know. There's... I thought I was the only one still fat shaming people in 2023, but that's right? not. Now, apparently, you got fat people shaming fat people. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> All right. Uh, Lizzo, um, former dancers for the Grammy Award winning singer Lizzo are speaking out after filing a lawsuit against a pop star over an alleged hostile work environment. Or, uh, they claim uh, was caused by harassment, discrimination, and weight shaming. You can see a public figure, and all you know about them is what they present to you when the cameras are, are on and the cameras are rolling. Krista Williams, one of Lizzo's ex-dancers, told GMA's, GMA3's Kelly's Carter, whatever. Um, Ariana Davis, the dancer who was accusing Lizzo of weight shaming, added, I know it's alarming to hear Lizzo, a plus-size woman who preaches body positivity, will be fat phobic essentially but i want to challenge people to understand that hurt people hurt people great statement um or fat people fat <laughs> yeah fat people fat people <laughs> that was original <laughs> uh, fat people feed people the complaint now lizzo fair game because she out here fashion yeah you out here doing this we got to keep the same energy and, and I, I got a couple things i want to say after we read this but uh the complaint was filed tuesday in los angeles county superior court against lizzo whose legal name is melissa vivian uh jefferson as well as her production company big girl touring incorporated nah. uh, bgbt that's nah. what they called dancers williams davis noel rodriguez alleged sexual religious and racial harassment, disability, discrimination, assault, and false imprisonment, according to press release about the lawsuit from the plaintiff's attorney, Ron Zambrano. Davis and Williams were fired, and Rodriguez resigned in what she said was a response to the uh, alleged treatment of the other two dancers. Our jobs were always being threatened, Davis told uh, GMA, GMA3 whoever that is. Um, I personally never had job security this whole time. Um, Lizzo had denied allegations, adding that her accusations are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate, and unprofessional. I am very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I'm not. Lizzo wrote addressing accusations of sexual harassment. What a way to address sexual harassment to say that you're a sexual person. <laughs> you just fucked yourself. Yeah. You can't say that's like me being accused of grabbing a woman's ass and I say, you know what? Look, I'm a sexual person, but she shouldn't take advantage of the fact that I'm sexual. Yeah, that's not. It's not going to just think about it. If it was a man, just think about it in its purest form of man harassing woman. How would you view this shit? Then I mean, we don't even need to go that far. She already in trouble. 
But yeah. I will say that she should have put that back in Chat GPT and spit something better out of there. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. Chat GPT fucked her over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah this, this is ignorant. I will say this though. I need you guys to be objective because here's the issue. Um, for example, like me and Keith, I guess will be considered more left leaning. Me, I don't. I'm not. I'm not affiliated with the Democrats no more. You're or the, independent. Yeah, I'm. Well, indep- Eddie got his independence, man. I'm yeah. proud of you. But here's the thing, though. The reason why I say that is because as a person who was left leaning, I start seeing fuck shit going on on the left, and I was like, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. It's not okay, right? So even if you support something, you got to look at it objectively and say, hey, this is fucked up. But the issue with people who support Lizzo, you don't see the loopy weird shit she be doing. Mm -hmm. You go to a Laker game with your whole butt cheeks out and people call us, say we're fat shaming when we say that. No, I don't care if it was Jennifer Lopez. That's corny. It might look a little better, though. Yeah, it looked better. Yep. The Puerto Rican. Jenny from the block. The Puerto Rican cakes look a lot better. (laughs) But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Regardless, it's fucking corny. And it's like, it's also nasty. You got your naked ass on the bench. Like the, on the public sitting on the seats, yeah, the public seats. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But if you say anything about Lizzo, you got the fat shame police coming to get you. Mm-hmm. I notice a lot of people that are in in like super support of Lizzo. They ain't said shit. Yeah, they ain't said nothing. Like we talking about sexual harassment. If any man is 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 because I was I would I would say Lizzo is a very it, like that left that very like loopy liberal ideology type person is Lizzo. Mm-hmm. She want to like the people on the left like that. I say you got people like Candace Owens on the far right and then people like Lizzo on the left. Mm -hmm. And Lizzo is just being defended by some people like, you know what? They out here trying to do this and that. I'm like, wait a minute. Are you victim blaming? Yeah. Right. You know, the same type of language you use when somebody says anything, you Mm -hmm. say, oh, you're victim blaming. Mm -hmm. But look, dude, people need to. People need to understand that you shouldn't be going to bat for motherfuckers you don't you don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I had another point. Oh, then also there's been other people coming out with stories about Lizzo. There was a woman that was in a relationship with her man for ten years, and Lizzo stole him away. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about it on TikTok, and that's and she did mention though. She said that's not Lizzo's fault. That's that's my ex boyfriend's fault for doing that. But she was scheming on. She said. She said, in quote, she was scheming on my man the whole time I was working for Lizzo. Yeah, she also said she was very rude to her. And yeah. She didn't understand like why she, Lizzo didn't like her. Yeah, because Lizzo was trying to fuck her man the whole yeah. time. And yeah. people would be like, oh, man, like how would you fuck Lizzo? Let me be clear. First of all, Lizzo is not ugly, okay? <laughs> She's not. And secondly, <laughs> some big girls got charisma. <laughs> and they got some good pussy. I'm sorry. A lot of them do. And a good home cooked meal. And they got a good home cooked meal. Yeah. So if uh, the way a big woman, a big woman gonna game you up, is she gonna see all the things your girl not doing? Yeah. Like if your girl don't know how to cook, and then Lizzo come over there and she like, mm, so you ain't you didn't eat again? You didn't get a good meal again? Well, I made some extra food here, so we could just sit here and talk and eat. Dang. And then before you know it, she get laughing and giggling. Now she got Putting his her hand, hand on your thigh. Got his hand on her. Got her hand on his thigh. And mm-hmm. now she's stroking his his penis and shit. Mm-hmm. And he like he with it now. Yeah. Because she done went through his stomach to get to his pants. The gluck giving him the gluck gluck. Yeah, she went from giving him fried chicken to actual gluck gluck now. <laughs> 
<laughs> crazy man but that's how it is <laughs> that's probably that was clever you can we can sit here we can sit here and act like you know they're big women are you know people think like big women are not attractive let's mm. be very clear big women is getting airs out here i don't know what planet yeah, big y'all women live, getting it in i don't know what planet y'all live on but big women out here they and getting theirs and big women is getting it in by average niggas that look like you know they wouldn't mess with big women uh let's be no it's big women is getting a hold of all niggas <laughs> they getting a hold of the handsome ones the not so handsome ones yeah big women and and the thing about it too is it be dudes that will deny like i mess with these fat hoes these fat these fat hoes this and yeah. that but it'd be the same dude to be two in the morning and they up at the big yeah. girl's house and they in there make getting it on yeah, nigga, hitting it from the back. I would say if you sweaty and all. I would say most men have had sex with a big woman. For yeah, I think so. I know. Um, back in the day, there was this girl that we know. She's a little bit. She was on the on the bigger side. And back when Snapchat used to have the names, like your top, the person you communicate with the the most. I forget what it was. A top three, it. I think it was called. Yeah, um, it would have like a certain point system by mm-hmm. how much y'all talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it was some niggas in Bakersfield, <laughs> like mm-hmm. some reputable niggas in Bakersfield. I was yeah. number one on her like list. Like the whole pretty boy persona type yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> People get it twisted. Like you yeah. know, I I don't have any shame in it. I've like big women are just as pretty as all kind of women. I don't prefer yeah. big women as the top but i've had met i've messed with women who were bigger and yeah it wasn't the big deal it's just a woman yeah women do come in different sizes mm-hmm. right but since we're talking about lizzo i think it's wrong that she's a person that's big shaming big people yes yeah, that don't work that don't that don't yeah. work bro i don't get telling that. somebody they gain weight what yes yeah, yeah firing somebody because they gain weight yeah. one of the dancers that put some weight on she said you put some weight on you got the uh uh-uh. and then she got rid of her yeah I think that's projection too, because sometimes when people hate themselves, the the way that they treat themselves is how they'll treat other people. I mean, we already know that she's like fat just people. Based fat on... people. Keep... <laughs> <laughs> we, know, we know based on her behavior that she does have a lot of insecurities around the way she looks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As much as we can cover it up with the makeup and the nice clothes and the money and stuff like that. You know, she was she was on Instagram live crying because people was talking about her and what she wore to the uh, to the yeah. game. You know what I mean? So it's a uh, it's um it's 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 like a you know you put on the shell you put on this cover to to try to make yourself presentable in the world, but deep down inside us, it can get tricky when you when you in your your personal thoughts and stuff. So, yeah, and then yeah. we see here what it says here. Uh, she later continued addressing the weight, the weight shaming allegations. I know how it feels to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee based on their weight. Let me be clear. Let me be very fucking clear here to be body shamed on a daily basis. So I think that I think that people need to stop like demonizing men so much, because if women really understood how much men don't give a fuck about like weight. Like, they would really just stop this stuff. Like, the whole body shaming thing. It's crazy because there'll be women that'll have, like, maybe a little bit of a gut, right? They'll be pretty, you know, and they'll be like, it's just like, I don't feel good about myself and this and that. And you'll compliment them, and they even have a hard time taking the compliment. Mm -hmm. So I don't even think, I think that the influence of social media is a thing also. Now, I have seen, heard some dudes body shaming. Let's be clear, right? Where they try to get the girl's number. And it should be like, oh, no, whatever. And they'd be like, fat bitch. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And before they got rejected, they was finna eat that fat pussy. But yeah. Now they want to act like they that she just fat and mm-hmm. unattractive now. Yep. 
So I have seen men do that, but men are not body shaming the way that this is being portrayed. I just don't <clears> agree. <throat> I just don't agree. I, don't, I mean, I can't speak for Lizzo. I don't know what her DMs and her, her mentions look like, but um, I do know when she was at the Laker game, people was going in on her. But it was like, it wasn't necessarily because of her weight. It was just like, that just kind of like put put her in the forefront of everything. And mm-hmm. then it just kind of like, you know, as a byproduct, they mentioned her weight. Yeah. I also think that we got to keep the same energy with these certain things. Because I think that there is a shame language we talked about where women will be like, uh-uh, that's small dick energy. Mm-hmm. That's big dick energy. Mm-hmm. Right? You do understand that if I said, oh, man, that's fat bitch energy. Can you Dang. imagine what would happen? <laughs> not only the, the body part, but calling women the B word. Mm-hmm. That would not play well. Yeah. Right. So it's almost like there's a bunch of men out there that are also being body shamed. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's, you know, it's probably a dude out there that's a nice person and shit. He just got a small penis. He got a micro penis. And he probably just think that he probably think the whole world hates him because he got a micro penis. That's unfortunate, man. Yeah, but that's what uh, the thing. Imagine, about- imagine uh, Usher. I'm not gonna say Usher. Imagine. Like, um, uh, I'll say like Ray J, for mm-hmm. example. And this is a terrible example, and I don't want it to be like that person. I'll just say, imagine an R&B singer. So okay. I don't put no specific names in there. Imagine them doing a little choreography and they dancing and stuff. And then, like, you know, they uh, part of their attire is like, like sweatpants. And then Usher pull, I mean, not Usher, sorry. And the R&B singer pulls somebody to the side and be like, ah. You just got a little dick. Can't have you on tour. And then he just get fired. That's the equivalent of like... Yeah. You know, like little, little, and imagine if the person firing him also got a little dick. <laughs> so you got little dick niggas firing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that, that's the equivalent. Dick yeah. people, dick people. Dick people, dick people. <laughs> micro people, micro people. <laughs> That micro P. Yeah, man. <laughs> Nigga, literally pushing P. <laughs> micro P. <laughs> this is terrible, man. Um, and also, you know what I noticed too? It's like <clears throat> little dick, it would have to be little dicky. Oh man. Yeah, little dicky would be the one firing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like you know what's crazy too is um you look at like people, people that are like traditionally like a very liberal, like this new wave, like like old school Democrats were a lot different than you know, Democrats in the 90s were a lot different than these motherfuckers now. Or like mm-hmm. liberal people, right? Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers now is like, you know, the Jonah Hill. He They trying to cancel him. And then yeah. you got Lizzo. She getting canceled. And then you got like multiple people that are like these traditionally liberal people that are being canceled with body issues and shit like that. I mean, who else is another one they coming after? I think I think that the in the future, they going to try to find a way to come, out of po- uh, come at Post Malone. Because mm, he's that. not he's not like some liberal dude. He's not really have a political ideology, but people love him. Mm. Right? People love uh Post Malone. He's like, he's such a nice person. Mm-hmm. I love Post. But all it's gonna take is for him to one day is to like not sign an autograph or like, you know, walk past somebody trying to get a hug from him or something. And they're gonna be like, A woman is suing Post Malone for negligence. <laughs> yeah. That's how people are in this day and age, bro. You what, yeah. you, you gotta make sure too, the shit you do in the dark. The shit you do in the dark, you gotta your life has to match up. You can't be like Lizzo crying 
for you because you know you body shame and you know I'm confident about myself. So you put these fake dance videos of you being big and being confident. Like, bro, if you're not confident with your situation, change it. You know, you know it's crazy. This situation is like almost too wild to be to not be true. It's right. Cause it's like some allegations you'd be like, nah. It'd be like random, random fan be like oh my gosh justin bieber touched my butt and justin bieber was in like japan at the time he got receipts for it yeah but this situation is like you know i get like people be just just uh disgruntled and all that after you know getting fired and all these different things Mm but i don't know it's just enough things that lined up that make me kind of lean towards this yeah i don't think this is over i think this is going to become more in depth there's probably going to be more people coming forward and it's kind of going to get more wild. Like, hey, you know what? Lizzo peed on me. You know? <laughs> it's going to get fucking wild. It was fat pee, too. Yo. <laughs> the pee had sugar in it. <laughs> Lizzo's pee is like molasses. <laughs> That's fucking wild, yo. That, that, like, it's, it's... And the thing about it is... I don't think you should, you should make fun of people because of their weight, right? Mm-hmm. And if you are cracking a fat joke, it's a joke. And it's not because you literally have a bias against someone that's yeah. overweight. You know what I mean? Yeah. But let me be very clear. And this is the truth. The whole, like, big dick energy, small dick energy thing, and, like, the little shame language. A dude that got a little dick, he can't change that. Yeah. But you can definitely lose weight. Yeah. You don't have to live in that. And I think that if you're a person that's a big person, it's some big people that don't give a fuck. They chilling. They don't worry about their weight. They don't worry about being body shamed. Nothing. They don't give a fuck. That's because they're happy with themselves. Mm-hmm. But it's the people that's always pointing out, they're shaming me. They're doing this. They're doing that. You sound like you unhappy with your position. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to, if you really, if you really proud to be a big girl, lean into it. Yeah. There's some big girls out here that's fine as a motherfucker. I've seen them. It's a couple like the the models. Um, they be having them like I'm gonna call it. some of these girls don't even really be plus size. They just be a little bigger, but they be fine. Like uh, Kel, wasn't it Kelly Graham? They kind of they just they crazy proportion. They just got a little extra weight on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like a regular woman. <laughs> they not like they not know Heidi Klum's or whatever like Tyra Banks back in the day. But right, they like fuller size. But yeah, they but they purport. It's like that's kind of like that's kind of cheating. Right, because, um, <clears throat> because they proportion crazy. Yeah. They just like a they just like a like a like a Joe Budden type of woman. You know what uh, I mean? Like a Drake type of woman. They just like stupid thick to us, but mm-hmm. to them they like plus size. Yeah, bro. I, like I'll say this, dog. Like there's like I like regular women. Mm-hmm. Like regular women have some gut. Regular women got like a little bit of cellulite sometimes. Regular mm-hmm. women titties hang a little longer than normal. Mm-hmm. You know, they one nipple might be a little bigger than the other one or some shit like that. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. I, I like women like that. I just like regular women. I don't care for these super done up fake Instagram looking chicks. Mm-hmm. They probably got all kind of work done and shit. Mm-hmm. Right? But here's the thing, when it comes to like the body shaming or big girl stuff, when does it become non-supportable? Because I'm going to tell you right now, the Lizzo size, you know, people get behind that. But when they when the show start getting my 600-pound life, ain't nobody supporting that shit. Yeah. When you got to knock a whole wall down to get somebody out of their house, that ain't body shaming, nigga. That's, that's <clears throat> like an oddity. Yeah. Is like, that, what is that, what did I show? Like TBS? Or what I, don't, is it? I don't know. I can't remember what, what channel it's on. Uh, AMC, I think it is. 
I could be wrong, but I think it's AMC. That's but, crazy. But it, man, you know what's crazy about them six hundred pound motherfuckers? They always got a girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah, they've been in relationships. Like, how are you in a relationship and you eat twenty pancakes for breakfast, nigga? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I saw oh, TLC. TLC. Yeah. It's TLC body shaming by creating those shows. What do you mean? Like they putting they really promoting fat people to the world. Mm. Is that considered body sh- like just them? Well T T L C stands for turkey lasagna chicken. That's why they got nah. these people on there. <laughs> <laughs> tacos, lasagna, and chicken. <laughs> on the next tacos, lasagna, and chicken. <laughs> But what's wild though is is like these people that be in a relationship with them, they're like um what do you call it? People that are not really friends, but they're um or like in a relationship, but they're 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 okay in bad behavior. Yeah. Bad habits, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it, it and and it's weird. I would wonder what goes into the psychology of it, right? Because when you think about it, a lot of them turn into like caregivers yeah. because they can't move. They they washing their crevices and you know helping them sit up and feeding them and, and stuff like that. That's wild. And the person yeah. usually don't be that fat at the beginning of the relationship. So you you went from eating ass to wiping ass. That's fucking That's wild. Nasty. Yo. The only way I would be in that situation if she bred it up. Not like, even dog. I couldn't. I would do it if she bred it up and I had me a little side piece. She'll be bred it up, all right. She'll have a fucking, <laughs> fucking turkey lasagna. Nah, no, nah, nah, nigga, she'll have a fucking yeast infection. <laughs> you get plenty of yeast in there. That's that. No, nah, man, damn. I couldn't. That's I couldn't yeah. be with anybody that's self destructing like that. I, that's that's insane, man. That's what. I, that's an inter- that's an interesting like story concept. Like you know, kind of like a romantic the, movie. The word I'm looking for is enablers. They're in relationship with. <sighs> Enablers, people yeah. that don't try to break the habit, but people who are enabling the issue, um, they'll be like, "Okay, baby, what you want for breakfast? Only twenty pancakes, not twenty five. Okay, I got you." God damn! I seen one video this dude shared on TikTok. I was dying. It was this uh, big woman. She probably was around like she was like four eighty five or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they made dinner, and um, she had a plate of spaghetti with like. Like, you know how people use, like, um, garlic bread, but they have, like, a slice of garlic bread? Mm-hmm. Nigga, she had a whole loaf. God. She had a whole loaf of garlic bread. And they used that, all the garlic in that city to make that fucking bread. <laughs> and they then, went to Gilroy and used the garlic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they went to the garlic festival to get all the garlic for that fucking bread. But they went, and after he made her her plate, right? She had that big plate and another plate of spaghetti, but then they gave the kids the plate and they only had a corner. God damn. And I'm like, come on, dog. You you're taking food off the kids' plate. That's fucked it's up. It's so crazy because it, it's just it, it's they're too far gone. You know, when you yeah. when you weigh six hundred pounds, it's almost like you just counting down the days until you pretty die. much. Yeah, pretty much, man. And even thinking about like the the steps to get there, you know, yeah. like you at one point in time you weighed 125. And then you just like kept eating and eating and eating and eating. Yeah, God dang. that yeah, that's that's insane, man. Uh-huh. I, I just it's it. People need to understand that there's a self destructing behavior, and even on a small <laughs> level, like I have to dial up my eating. Oh, I need to put, put my that shit. on silent, man. I put that on silent, dog. I'm trying to get no, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but like last night, this is a little too much information, but. 
right before the podcast, I had to fucking run to the bathroom now because normally I don't eat a bunch of fried shit. I try to, I try to eat an okay diet. And I went to Panda last night, and normally I'll get like white rice instead of chow mein and rice because that chow mein and rice is too oily, and it fucks my stomach up. Mm-hmm. So there's like, oh, where all that white rice? And I was like, all right, fuck it, just let me get chow mein and rice. And then after I ate it, I could see a film of grease on the plate, and I'm like, this might fuck me up. And lo and behold, right before the podcast, I had a fucking blowout. Dang. Yeah, I blew my tire out, man. <laughs> so yeah, you, you gotta like from the from the. All versions, we have to do a little better at taking yeah. care of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fart people, fart people. Oh, that was beyond the fart. <laughs> the shit people, shit people. <laughs> man. That's funny. Man. The, I, this is what I will say. I feel like we're not done with this. I feel not like I feel like we're going to revisit this conversation, and it's going to be wild. And we might learn something next week, you know, something crazy. Like a crazy scenario that is There's going to be like, I program. had a threesome with Lizzo for the past three years with her and two other women and yeah. this and that. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I could see that happening because it is. It's, it's it's one of those things, like I said, it just seems too, like sometimes you, you hear certain things and you be like, man, that's, that, that don't make no sense. It's going like, to get crazy. But yeah, this one sound, starts to sound true. Lizzo made me finger bang her before every show. <laughs> and I didn't have a problem with it at first because I thought like she called it warming her up and I didn't have a problem with doing it. <laughs> but then after a while, I told her I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> and she told me like, that I had to do it or I was going to lose my job. Yeah. So I continued to do it against my will. And it, it, it graduated to using vibrators and then dildos. And, mm-hmm. you know, she it was a magic wand. And it was just so much. And <laughs> now I have the courage to talk about this. Now that other women have came out and stated it. Yeah. Like, the thing that's crazy about this, bro, <clears throat> is that it's... I don't think that these allegations would be taken seriously if it was three men. If it was three men, they'd be like, oh, God, mm. like, what's wrong? It'd be people like, wow, are these guys gay or something? Yeah, that's true. Are they gay? They must, yeah. be, they must be gay to call this sexual harassment because harassment towards men is like, we should just like it. But the, the thing is, I mean, there's a public perception out there, which is, you know, that's just, it. it you just never know. It's like the public be on mm-hmm. one side one day and the other side the other day. Right, right, right. But they about to get some bread. Oh, like, yeah. They're going to get some money. So. We're going to see how it play out in court. All the, you know, the public perception is, is, you know, it is what it is. You could talk about it all day on Twitter. But if I was in that situation, I don't know. I'm in a, I'm in a place in my life now where I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to sue somebody. Right. <laughs> right. Because I'm trying to get a, a nice little chunk of change. Why nice man gray till they got a big right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't wish for anyone's downfall, but let me be clear. I don't have empathy for anybody that's shaming, belittling, and sexually harassing people yeah. as they as they put themselves with this holier than thou righteous like uh empowerment figure. Mm-hmm. You know what I've learned about these these situations more than anything? Anyone who is putting themselves and anyone who is openly painting a picture of themselves, you need to watch those people because mm. those people are disingenuous. I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. And it don't stop at Lizzo. You know, these dudes that are like, if you want to be an alpha male, if you're an alpha, it's like those guys, you need to watch them mm-hmm. because anyone that self proclaims themselves yeah. <laughs> as an alpha male, mm-hmm. this motherfucker's got problems. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, People 
very rarely say what they really mean. Right. Or, you know, people lie all the time. Um, so, you know, it's just that, 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 that tried and true, you know, scenario where it's like, you know, the pe- the people that's like, you know, I'm a good guy. You know mm, what I mean? There you I'm go. A really good person, but every go. time I go to work, it's just oh, I don't know. I just keep losing these jobs. It's like, there you go. You're not a good guy. You no, show you're up not. late. You be doing different things. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Why do women always want my? All women want is your money, man. All they want is your money, and they want to suck you dry, and they're like leeches, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking like, you don't know how to choose women. Yeah. That's you in a strip club trying to choose a wife. That, that's your problem. You don't know how to choose women, and you're blaming women for your own internal problems. Mm-hmm. And you're projecting your lack, you're projecting your ineptitude on every woman you meet because mm-hmm. you suck. Yeah. And these be the same dudes, I'm an alpha male. I, 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 you know, you have to put women in check and all this dumb shit. Yeah. You know, and what's sad too is another one. What's that that black dude that was speaking up for women? Derek, Jack, Derek Jackson? Yeah. This dude was the biggest scumbag ever. I tried to tell women, I was like, yo, men don't think like this guy. This guy's full of shit. He's mm-hmm. just saying everything women want to hear, and they agree with it all. And they're like, no, he's just speaking the truth, and you jealous because I'm like, no, I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm trying to fucking tell you. Mm-hmm. And then turns out this dude's fucking all these women behind his wife's back. And it was so bad, Keith. It was so bad that he had so many sex tapes from women he fucked. His wife was watching them. And trying to act like the women in the tapes. Yeah. If that's not the sickest shit ever, bro. She was watching the tapes trying to be like that for her husband. This this nigga was recording videos of all these women he was fucking and she was watching them. (laughs) And this is the dude that's writing books and women are buying the books. Yeah. Bro, people are too susceptible to. I think women overall, and I hate to say this. I think that women are easy to manipulate when you tell them everything they want to hear. And what you need to, what women need to learn is anytime a man is challenging you and not telling you what you want to hear, you need to watch him because he's probably a very honest person. I'm just yeah, being, I'm being real. real. But a man that's like, you know, I agree and I think feminism and I blah, 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 blah. And you know what? I'm right there and I wear my feminism shirt. Men don't think like this. I'm not saying men aren't anti-feminism i'm just saying that a man that is agreeing with everything you say is not genuine yeah he's not manipulation it's manipulation at its finest man Mm -hmm. at its finest i think when you push back on women they'll be like kind of like shocked but Mm -hmm. then i think what i've learned is not even pushing back but when you'd be like nah i don't agree with that i don't think that's true and like why not and you'd be like nah i just don't agree with it right or whatever the case and, if, and even if you state your claim, I think that women will respect you more. It'll be a little delayed, but they'll respect you more for being an individual instead of saying everything you want them to say, want you to say. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's tough about the respect thing because then you could end up like BB Rex's boyfriend um, and get dumped. So mm. yeah, it's just tricky. But but I will say in terms of like us being men and really like understanding like what the qualities of a good man is. I think that is one of them. Just being, just being real with your partner and, and, and being real in a sense of like your, your opinion. Like if you don't really agree with something or if you don't think something is, 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 is dope or whatever the case may be. And just saying that. And then also like, you know, like you said, pushing back on some of that, the societal norms that we see. I think that's like, that's more like in line with what you should look for in a partner. Because yeah. if not, 
then you will gain 600 pounds and then you'll be, yeah. uh, you'll have an enabler on your side. 100%. Yeah. And not only that, too, is, is I've said this before, is ladies, don't ask men these fucking questions to boost your self-esteem and not get the truth. Because at some point, if you got a decent dude that's honest and you're like, babe, do I look fat in this? You'd be like, look, uh, you need to stop asking me these dumbass questions. <sighs> Like, like, don't ask me these questions to boost your self-esteem. Mm. You know what I mean? Because truth be told, like, you, know what? you may look amazing. And oftentimes, our opinions don't change of women like, oh, my God, you're just so fat today. Oh, you look great today. Oh, you're so fat today. <laughs> that's how women, like, that's how they their emotions work, like, on a daily basis, right? Yeah. But we, we look at you and be like, man, she looks great. And we feel the same way nonstop. Yeah. But I think you, you might gain 20 pounds and now you're like, oh my God, I'm so fat. And we like, man, she got ass. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> I think for me in those situations, I would much rather, you know, just like say the straight thing that you're trying to get at, right? Yeah. You're just fishing for like a compliment. That's all. You'd be like, hey, like I wouldn't, I could really use a compliment. My, I'm very insecure about. You know, I got this little, this my arms is flapping down here. Like, you know, can I get a compliment from you? And then you just compliment her or whatever the case may be. Versus yeah. like doing this whole like circular. Yeah, thing. but I'm not a, I'm not a remote. You can't just use me to turn compliments on for you. That's mm-hmm. not right. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're like, I, if I don't, if I don't do that to you, you shouldn't be doing that to me. Mm-hmm. But I also think that when men give compliments, they should be more genuine. I think men are very disingenuous when it comes to that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times men tell women like, oh, you're beautiful or you look good. It's normally when men are trying to get something from women. Mm-hmm. Like men will be like, hey, you look amazing. My name is Donald. Um, I seen you here. I wanted to, you know, see if we could. This is why I think it's important to not give, comp- give compliments in context. Yeah. Like, for example, I was having a conversation with this chick. At the gym, she works at the counter. She's a little newer. She's a little bigger girl, you mm-hmm. know, but she's cute. She's got a nice body. She's just, you know, full size, right? And smaller than Lizzo. Oh, she's definitely smaller than Lizzo, but she got a little weight on her, but she's mm-hmm. cute, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't trying to, I was just like testing the waters. That's how I do it. I don't, I don't, I'm not just too blunt, mm-hmm. but uh, she like she looked like she was kind of strong. I was like, are you, you power lift, you know? And she was like, you know, I used to a little bit, but I'm trying to cut the weight down now. And I was like, I feel you. I was like, I'm in here working. I was like, yeah, but you look good, though. You know, just like a basic compliment. She said you look good. Yeah, I said, but you look good, though. She's like, oh, thanks. She's like, you look consistent, too. You're in here all the time, you know, this Mm -hmm. and that. So she kind of like shot back a compliment in a roundabout Mm -hmm. way. Oh, y'all shooting compliments and at then, each other. And then, and then what happened is after that, some other girl came up and somebody had to help. She's like, all right. And I was getting a massage chair from her. So when they set the timer, if you sit there long enough and talk, they, she got to reset it. And she was like, oh, okay, I have to reset your timer. I was like, oh, okay, no problem. And I went and got in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, you know, the situation kind of cock blocked me because I was trying to get at her for real. <laughs> yeah, man. She be in there all the time, though, don't she? Yeah, she in there. But the yeah. thing is, is when somebody else is up there at the front <clears> desk <throat> with them, you can't really put your game down. Yeah. Because the right. person being there inherently cock blocks you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes People be hating too. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes women, I don't know why y'all do it, but sometimes y'all be cock blocking when a dude approach one of your homegirls. For sure. I remember back in the day, I remember this girl that I was talking to. Um I forgot what had happened. There's some way where I couldn't communicate with her. Um 
and I was telling her friend, like, and we, me and the friend is cool. Like mm-hmm. we, like we casually talk. We work together and stuff. I was like, yo, tell your, tell your girl. Like I, you know, I, I try to hit, hit her up and whatever the case may be. And she was like, all right, I'll let her know. Come to find out, she ain't told her nothing. Nah, of she course not. No message. I'm like, nah. man, women be hating. You know what's fucked up though? I, and I think women they'll never admit it. But if if you guys, if if this is what you do, does somebody let me know in the comments somewhere? But when a woman meets a guy and she mentions him because when women meet people they tend to mention the guy sometimes too soon to their mm-hmm. friend group mm-hmm. i met this guy he's like really funny he's really nice and like oh that's good but then the next time the friend brings it up again it's like oh my god who is this i need to see who it is because mm-hmm. women always want to know who it is yeah they gotta see and, if you look. and then they're gonna see a picture of the dude and he may not be the most handsome guy mm-hmm. he might be very average looking he might be short he might have a crooked eyeball who fucking knows mm-hmm. but the friend group looks at it like Girl, you can't do, but you could do better than this. Thanks, they bro. just disregarded how good that man makes their friend feel. Yeah, they just disregarded that part, and yeah. they just said, "Well, his eyeball is crooked, girl. So <laughs> if you want to be with a crooked eyeball, that's on you." Okay, <laughs> I'm just trying to be your friend. I'm trying to be supportive, but his eyeball is everywhere. Okay, <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't give a fuck if 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 my homie showed me his girl's like, oh, this is her. I met her here. I don't give a fuck if her lip is swollen and her eyeball is crooked and her nose looks broken. Mm-hmm. If that woman treats him good, I support him 1,000%. Yeah, that's real. You know, and I'm, I'm going to say this before we move on. I noticed there's a little bit of fat shaming that goes on amongst women, and here's what it is. There'll be a traditionally very attractive woman. She'll have a slim waist, nice booty, you know, smaller, fit looking girl, right? Really fit looking. And her boyfriend, they'll break up and her boyfriend will leave her or whatever the case, however they broke up. And then her man, her ex-boyfriend will start dating a bigger girl, right? The girl might be bigger, you know, and, you know, but she might be pretty, but she's just big. And they'll be like, wow, he downgraded. He (laughs) left me for her. Wow. And what people don't realize is that big girl is probably treating him 10 times better than you ever treated him. Yeah. And the the sex is probably better, too. Yeah. So you you over here, like, literally judging this woman because you feel like you look better than her, when in actuality, this dude is probably four times happier. Yeah, the older you get is deeper than just looks, It's deeper than looks, bro. Yeah. Looks might be number four. Yeah, because the baddest girl... The baddest girl in the world is probably not like the person you go marry. Uh-uh. Yeah. And I and it's unfortunate <clears throat> to say that because I think that a very attractive person, I don't want to put this all on women, but a very attractive person's reality is way different than everyone else's. It's way you, different. You know when I realized I realized this a long time ago, you know, just growing up watching BET and MTV and all the music videos and stuff, you would see like the baddest, the uh, you know the um, Melissa Fords and all these other these other video vixens and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then um, you would see like the interview or the the red carpet thing or whatever, and the rapper is with their wife, and you're like, oh, like, she all right, but mm-hmm. like she don't look like the girl in the music video, and mm-hmm. then that's when I realized like it's deeper than you know these it's people, way... these rappers have access to, you know. You know all the women in the world, but they want to come home to it's something. It's way like, deeper than yeah. looks, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's way deeper than looks. <clears throat> it's not to say go out and get you a girl that doesn't look that good or some shit. No, no, it ain't that. Yeah, I'm just saying that I'd rather be with a girl that is 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 a big girl that treats me good and loves me versus a girl that's a dime piece that looks good that don't treat me worth the fuck. Mm-hmm. 
And that has to do with just, you know, some things internally. You can't be with somebody long term just because they look good. That is, I mean, what, 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 what is that about? Yeah. Is that you just want to look good on Instagram or you want to look good in life? Mm-hmm. Make a choice. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, man. All right. Switching gears. Oh, damn it, my phone. I got this lock screen on my phone now. Things are a little different now, guys. All right. Are you locking him now? What happened? I'm locking because I'm using the fucking Apple Pay, man. Daddy must be cheating now. (laughs) I got Apple Pay now. So with Apple Pay, you got to go through three lock screens. Apple Pay is so much more convenient. It's ridiculous. It is. I've been using it. And it's it's really secure. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think Cash App is probably the worst money app. But um, if you don't have an iPhone, it doesn't really matter. But um, when you do uh, the Apple Pay... Sometimes, um, you know, it may take three. It may take like three business days for uh, cash, uh, cash app. Maybe four mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple, some most more times than not, it's like the next day. And sometimes I've like sent money to my bank account like on that morning, and by the end of that work day, it's like in my bank account. So I send it at like eight a.m. and by four o'clock, that money is in the, the money is in my account. What I like <laughs> about Apple Pay is it's secure because you got to go through literally three codes to get to it. Mm-hmm. Like my lock screen, because it, it, it sets it up to where like you got to open your screen up. Yeah. And then you got to pay with passcode. So you got to press that. Then you got to you got to double tap it. And to then you got to put it in again mm-hmm. just to pay. Yeah. So and, it's, it's, and harder, it's like, harder to infiltrate. Yeah. And it's like as far as sanitation goes, like, you know, with the tap mm. feature, you can literally pull your card out and then just use it. Like, you know. Well, I use my phone phone. What you mean? So with me, with Apple Pay, I just point my phone. Boop. It That's pays. what I'm saying. Oh, okay. The tap feature with your phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the card, you actually got to touch it. Yeah. 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 And they found a way to infiltrate the touch, too. Mm-hmm. But not Apple Pay. Apple Pay. Yeah, Steve so Jobs, a genius. I would say two things you would use, and we got to move on. But two things that I'm going to be using is Apple Pay and Cash only. Yeah, I'm not using no physical debit cards no more. Yeah, Cash it helps you save money too. That's a whole another. We yeah. turn into earn your leisure for a second. All right, let's get <laughs> off of this. Okay, switching gears. Um, former Amazon employee sentenced to 16 years after stealing nearly 10 million dollars. And this story is really interesting, folks. It's a story of stupidity. Let me start into it. Amazon manager stole nearly $10 million and bought home cars. Fed say she's prison bound. A former Amazon operations manager dubbed the mastermind behind a scheme in which nearly $10 million was stolen from the company is going to federal prison, prosecutors announced. Now she owes the company $9,469,000 in restitution, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office of the, uh, for the Northern District of Georgia. While working at an Amazon warehouse in uh, Simra, Georgia, uh, Smyrna, I think it's Smyrna, Georgia, <clears throat> the, wo- the woman recruited others, including an Amazon loss prevention employee and senior human resources assistant in a fraud scheme that also involved her girlfriend's, her girlfriend's assistance to steal more than $9.4 million, officials said. With the company's money, she and her girlfriend went on a spending spree and bought a nearly $1 million home in Smyrna, Georgia, and several other luxury cars, including a Lamborghini, Porsche, and Tesla, according to prosecutors. Just that, reading that alone, you got to be a moron to work at Amazon. And, and literally, I looked at the story deeper. She bought the fucking million-dollar home around the corner from the Amazon place where she worked. She's trying to be Jeff Bezos' neighbor. Bro, this is when flexing goes wrong. Some people don't realize... 
they say that there's no right way to do the wrong thing, but there kind of is. Mm-hmm. And the wrong way to do it is to make an elaborate scheme that's genius and then fuck it up by being dumb. Mm-hmm. Some people were not meant to have money, bro. Yeah. Some people were not. Some people are meant to work jobs and that's it. This, yeah. Because I'm telling you right now, you want to know why I could speak about this objectively? Because I worked at a place, right? And I'm a grown man now and I'm not a thief and I would never do this now. But when I was in college, I worked at a place and I was stealing a lot of stuff. And I had two buddies that we were stealing stuff together. And we also had a fucking loss prevention person that was involved in it. Yeah. Right. And I'm talking about we were getting stuff and selling it on the, for street value. And we did this for a little bit and we stopped on our own merit. We didn't have to get busted to get to stop. Was it yeah. right what we were doing? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But we're, we were making thousands of dollars doing it. And I and mind you, <clears throat> mind you, I was 20, 22, 21, mm-hmm. 22 years old doing this shit. Mm-hmm. And that business or place is no longer open. But, you know, it's also due to the, the statute of limitations. That was a long time ago. But I'm not giving no, no store names, okay? <laughs> if you know me, you know what store this was, motherfucker, okay? <laughs> TVs, washing machines, compressors, still in all kinds of shit that I had no business doing, right? <laughs> but we were smart about it. I'm sorry. I hate to say that, but we were smart enough to know you can't just buy a bunch of stuff, <laughs> you know, and do a bunch of stuff. And then one of the homies... His brother worked at the warehouse, right? Because there was there was the main store and there was the warehouse where mm-hmm. all the items were. Mm-hmm. And at the warehouse, they was coming up on washers, dryers, compressors, all kinds of big items. And here's why, here's where the store started getting tipped off that people were stealing. One of the dudes that worked at the warehouse showed up to a company meeting with he had a, a, a Toyota Camry, right? It was the newest Camry at the time. He had a Toyota Camry with Lamborghini doors on it. I swear to God. <laughs> that tips him off? Yeah, because when he pulled up to the meeting, he slid his fucking door up. The store manager was like, who is that guy? How can like he- right there? Swear to God. He's like, how can he afford that? What is that? And the thing about it is, is the dude was dumb. He was, still, he was making so much money stealing shit that he had Lamborghini doors on his fucking car. Mm-hmm. I want to give his first name, but I don't want to give no name. Mm-hmm. But it's just it it was it was ignorant. And I think that's how, you know, the shit slowed down for everybody was when he did that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then we at the actual store location, we was like, nah, we ain't doing that. We, we probably ain't doing that shit no more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is like um, this happens a lot. Like I, I personally had like large sums of money um, in my bank account and I spent it all. And it's like you just look back and you be like, bro, where did all that money go? Like you piecing it together like, dang, man, I got to cancel this subscription now. Mm-hmm. This is coming, whatever the case may be. And you just kind of like fit, trying to figure it out, right? <clears throat> what happens is there's just a lack of financial literacy amongst most Americans. So for a person to steal millions and millions of dollars um, and, you know, me having, you know, however many thousands of dollars in my bank account, we kind of operating under the same guidelines. They're dumb because, you know, they're just dumb because, they're one, they're criminals, and two, like, they was just doing, like, wild stuff. Like, you buying a crib right around from the from yeah. Amazon plate. That's just crazy. But in, in terms of, like, spending all the money up and just being, like, reckless with the money, <clears throat> that's normal because, like, we don't, have, we don't have the financial literacy. Like, I know 
have a friend. I remember we was uh, we was at Barnes and Nobles, and um, is it Barnes and Nobles or Barnes and Noble? It's Barnes and Noble. You put a you put a fucking S on it for no reason. Yeah, I don't know. That's where what I got black that. people always do that shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga Nobles, uh, but yeah. So at Barnes and Noble, we was riding and. Um, Basically, one of my guys, like he got some some money, like somebody got their tax return and they gave him some money. Maybe like gave him like a couple hundred dollars or something like that. And uh, he literally went outside, grabbed the money, came in, and he offered to buy us something. And I'm like, bro, that's like, that's the that's what our society does. Like it, it the money be burning a hole in our pocket. We feel like because yeah. like. We gotta, uh, we we gotta, we gotta spend it. I remember my girl; she got a like a lump sum from like taxes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, "Man, I got you know a few few extra thousand. Like you know what what you know I could probably do this with it." And I was like, "Or you could probably just save it. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. don't like we feel like when we have it, we gotta spend it. Mm-hmm. And um, not to you know just diminish their their criminal activity, but I'm just saying like part of the reason why this is so wild is because." As a society, we just have a lack of financial literacy. We do. <clears throat> I think we need to assess our needs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this much. If I was making money dishonestly and I worked for Amazon and I had $9 million, let's be very clear. What You know what I would do? And I could say this because this is how I was thinking back in 2006. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was doing some shit I had no business doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, there was things I wouldn't do. There's things I wouldn't buy. Um, I was real quiet. I didn't really tell anybody. It was only three of us. It was only four of us in on it. No one else knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was people at the store that were trying to like steal stuff or get busted. And it was they was getting picked up in police cars and shit at the store. Mm-hmm. And I, we was just like shaking my head like they don't know what they're doing. It, well, we got to turn that into a movie one day. This, it, Eddie McGee I, Productions. I had, a, I had a buddy. I had a buddy that was so elaborate on how to like come up over there. Mm-hmm. He was able to find a way to print up fake receipts for customers. Yeah, and uh, have like one of his boys or somebody that he trusted come in and scan the receipt, and we would bring the item out. Yeah, and nobody caught it. Nobody knew what was going on. It's we, so we, bro, it's so crazy. <laughs> Hold on, before you go there, this is at a time where plasma and flat screen TVs was almost $2,000 a piece. Yeah. And we was getting TVs that was $2,100 and putting them on the street for twelve, $1,500 a piece. Yeah. And it, it, the way we would break break bread is if we had two TVs and they sold and we get, it'd be three k it'd be $1,500 a piece. Yeah. It was a time where, and let me just put this in perspective. There was a time, because I, I was going to Bakersfield College at the time, B.C., and I went to school, and I was broke. I probably might have had maybe six bucks to my name, and I barely had enough gas to get up and back that day. I went up there broke, and then I ended up, my my financial aid check had hit that day, and we had sold a couple TVs, and I left that day, or by the time work had ended, I had $6,800. Hmm. This is in one day. That's a lot of money. Right? And I'm 22 years old with this. Well, Nobody. Yeah, was this 06? Yeah, 06, 07. I'm gonna see what the adjusted for inflation is. What do you mean? You know, back in 2006, that was a different, you know, oh. with the inflation. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hold on. You can keep talking how I handle this. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably equivalent to 10K now. <laughs> probably a smooth 10. But yeah. that's the thing, man. They, they say there's no right way to do the wrong thing, and I agree to a certain extent. But see, whenever we would take TVs, we would take the TVs that had the most quantity, yeah. right? So 
if we wouldn't if it was only four TVs of a certain brand, you can't take that because the quantity is too low mm-hmm. and somebody could catch that and count it with their eyes. Mm-hmm. We would always get we would always get the TVs that had a massive quantity to where if, even if somebody thought they counted them, they didn't count them right. Mm. And what's crazy about it is every time we ended up getting a TV, they had something that was called the 57 cage. And in the 57 cage, you had to get a manager's approval for them to unlock it for you to get the TVs out. Yeah. But we were so elaborate, no one ever caught it. Yeah. We just one day we just said as a collaborator, we just like, yeah, we gotta stop. Yeah, that's good. Luckily y'all stopped. Yeah, but so, but six thousand or sixty eight hundred back in 06 is that'd be like ten thousand two hundred some dollars. That's what now. I'm saying. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was a kid, man. Mm-hmm. I was I was young and dumb, but I was not we was all like real smart about mm-hmm. doing the wrong thing. This yeah. is the difference. When you got somebody that's actually pretty smart doing the wrong thing, they have they have an idea of how to stop. And it, here, let, let's stay on this story here, right? This all kind of, th- these stories kind of marry each other though, but here goes another one. Uh, okay. With charges still pending, right? Check this out. With charges are still pending against her and her girlfriend, 37 of Atlanta, according to prosecutors, they're accused of forging a federal judge's signatures while out on bond as they tried closing a deal to open a hookah lounge in Midtown Atlanta, January. McClatchy News contacted contacted an attorney representing the girlfriend Mm -hmm. for comment on July 6th and was waiving, uh, awaiting a response, right? And then here's how the, the, the fraud scheme unfolded. Uh, okay, fuck all that. We don't need to do that. Basically, what happened is this. Once they were out on bond, right, they needed some money because they had basically taken all the money from their accounts. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, you so dumb that you got $9 million in your personal account. You don't think that the bank itself is going to question how you got that money? Of course. Like, you are you that dumb? You put it in your account? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So the bank is going to question it, and then your job is going to question it. Mm-hmm. And the bank, I think, by law, can can contact Amazon somehow to see, hey, is this this money <clears throat> coming in? Where is it? You know, Because they can see your regular... First of all, the bank can see your regular checks coming in, and they understand the flow. You ever check your analytics for how much money you're spending and your checks and all of that? The banks know how often you get paid. So when all of a sudden your money you getting paid is nine million dollars and it's still the source of it is like somehow it's encrypted or it's from Amazon, wherever it's from, they want to legitimize that money. Mm-hmm. You know why they do this now, right? Because of people like this. Not just because of people like this, but because of back in the day, especially in Florida. If you've seen the movie Cocaine Cowboys, Cocaine Cowboys, there was a bunch of people who were laundering money in legitimate banks. A bunch of drug dealers. Mm-hmm. People don't know that the fucking Miami skyline is built by cocaine. Yeah. And it's because of all these. There was a boom in banks all over Miami, Florida. Yeah. Everywhere. There was new banks opening every other day. And no one knew why this was happening. But it's because they were funneling all that drug money into clubs, into banks, mm-hmm. into businesses everywhere. It, it, this is in the 70s and 80s. Cocaine was fucking massive. Mm-hmm. Right. So due to all that, um, 
all that corruption in the banking system, they now want to go legit. They love that cocaine money. They know that. <laughs> they yeah, love money. They, they don't care love about that, that shit. They would do it with the weed, but you know, it's not federally legal. Yeah, they love mm-hmm. it. As long as they find a way to tax weed, banks are gonna be like, ah, oh, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of devil's lettuce, right? <laughs> yeah, I love a little hippie lettuce in my day. <laughs> yeah. A little wacko tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, basically they took all that money because they 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 took it all back. Obviously, it was stolen, but they were out on bond. Somehow, they were still to afford the bond to get out. And while they were there, they said, hey, we need to make some money. So they wanted to start a hookah lounge. But in order to buy or purchase that lounge or uh, create a collaborative with the owner, they had to prove that their situation was finalized. Oh, like so from the, yeah. From the court. Really so they had to say, hey, you know, we had a little issue here, but we're in the clear. We're good. And the owner, the guy that was going to sell the property says, I need... I need, a, I need a document signed and stamped by the judge before I do any business with you. Mm-hmm. So they forged the fucking judge's signature. These niggas, man. They forged it while they were out on bond, and it added additional time to the sentence. <laughs> How can you be that fucking dumb? Like, yeah. that is another level of, that's like dumb, and then there's like astronomically dumb. Yeah. Like you are like interstellar level. Interstellar dumb. Day. <laughs> you remember that part where Matthew McConaughey is banging? He's mm-hmm. trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Like he could see his daughter through, like, uh, through that space and time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, ah. Yeah. that's them. They're so dumb. They're like on the outside trying to just banging up against the glass. They're the just banging prison. up. They're just banging up against the glass, man. <laughs> yeah. These situ- like I said, these situations is just like it just kind of really um, points back to that that idea we always talk about with idiocracy. You know, this oh, is just kind of like people are too, too people are too dumb for their own good. And these judges, they it's crazy. Like um, I was doing this, I was writing this screenplay, and I was doing a lot of research on um, on uh, Ted Bundy and a lot and different serial killers. And it's interesting, like. You know, judges have they're like ruling the court, right? So they have to, you know, make sure the, the the court is civilized. And it's like a I don't even know where that comes from. Probably from Greece or something like that, where we kind of have our our judicial system based off of. But um, sometimes they'll like kind of break character a little bit during the sentencing, and they'll like start to speak to the the people, and they'll say something like, you know, you uh, lady have you know to be one of the, the dumbest women that I've ever come across in my life. Mm. And I'm sentencing you to 16 years, and I hope you can reflect on your life in that Ain't time. Ain't no reflection. <clears throat> you just dumb. Mm. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. Like I mentioned before, they say there's no right way to do the wrong thing. But if I was in her shoes and I had $9 million, first of all, there would be no trace of that in my personal account. Second of all, I would have to find some way to turn that into cash, or I would not want that money at all. I don't want any wiring of any sort that is back on me at all. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like taking stealing nine million dollars and saying, "Oh, give it to me on Cash App." No, you fucking idiot! The, <laughs> the government can see that, dummy. Yeah. I mean, it, but if it's if it's if it ever touched a digital platform, there's a trace of it. There's a trace of it, one hundred percent. Yeah. So 100%. I mean, it is better to steal like with the physical, but yeah, and then it's it's a lot to. I mean, nine million dollars in cash is hard to 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 keep that. 
Um, it is. Mm-hmm. And, and with a company that's primarily based on digital, you know, that they do everything through digital. Mm-hmm. If you have nine, first of all, let's be clear. You can steal $9 million from Amazon. I know this for a fact because the way you can is when you work in upper management and no one's watching you, that is how. You got to have a watcher for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the CEOs of these companies literally have like lunch budgets that go to like $1,000 a day and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And no one calls them on it. Government officials have food stipends, literally. Oh, I know, I know a woman that um, she worked on a, a production company mm-hmm. and she was taking money out of the budget to, to fly back and forth from L.A. to Missouri. She had a whole other, basically, like, she didn't even live or reside in Los Angeles. She lived in Missouri. She had a home in Missouri with horses and all kind of other stuff. But she was traveling on the production company's dying, the production of the TV show. It's however mm-hmm. many thousands of dollars per episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she was curating her life to where, like, she was using that budget. She working on American Idol and a bunch of other mm-hmm. stuff. And she's flying back and forth. She's staying in hotels in L.A. And she was just like living on the company's dime. And she mm. went broke. Oh. Spent all of her. And she, I mind you, she's an executive producer of a mm. of a TV show. So her she her salary is probably like, probably making like half a million dollars a year. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, but yeah, it's a, it's like, it's, you, it's mind boggling how many people can just run through money. Yeah, and I think what the, I think there's a little bit of arrogance involved too because I think what helped us is I'm not saying we were all dirt poor, but we all came from very humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. So I think we understood that you know from a street smart level what what people are going to look at, what they're going to do, who's going to look at this. When yeah. you're a person is, that's got a silver spoon in your hand your whole life, you, you might fuck up. But honestly, I don't know their background. They probably could have came from humble beginnings, but they're just dumb as fuck. Yeah, you can you can be. Come from humble beginnings and be smart, and come from humble beginnings and be stupid. Hundred percent. It goes both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways. And in this case, that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is what I would say. For me, I wouldn't be involved in it if I didn't have. If I'm just, first of all, if you're in any position where you can be watched by anybody, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing it. So you, the, even the loss prevention, and this, I feel bad because this kind of fucked it up for somebody else that wanted to steal. It's probably somebody else that had been thinking about stealing from there alone for a long time. Mm-hmm. They was just trying to figure out the system first, mm-hmm. and then they came and fucked it up. Now Amazon is going to have a bunch of watchers all over the place now. Yeah, they done changed their policy they now. They done changed it all yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. man. It, and look, I'm not, I'm not trying to make it like stealing is an honest thing. It's not at all, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to advocate for it. I'm just saying if I can't find a way to, to, to transfer or make the money from Amazon into physical money— untraceable somehow like you need an account like foreign accounts or something like that right you need a foreign account to where they can take that money and turn it into cash but i'm yeah, i don't know but i feel like depending on the country you might have like the u.s might have relationships with certain countries so they might be able to seize your money you know across the pond you know what i mean i don't know i don't know how, i don't know how to be a criminal but I will say There's though, a way. these offshore <clears throat> accounts not all of them reported a lot of drug dealers use them yeah but i will say that um, I think that um, as far as these companies go, this is the same situation with like Fat Joe or Steve Harvey or Kevin Hart or all mm-hmm. these guys where they um I don't know about Kevin Hart for sure, but you know guys that have had money stolen from them and mm-hmm. haven't paid taxes in twenty years and stuff yeah. like that. Like I think that um it there has to be like a a, a better system to um. Uh, 
to like a, a better checks and balances to see like where where this money is going because nine i mean you know amazon makes billions of dollars so I, i'm sure like you know nine million dollars going missing was more like it was more same situation with y'all like it was only alarming you know when you started to see weird stuff happening like a freaking toyota camry with lamborghini doors mm-hmm. but i think that i think that um we have to be, we have to, you know, just like if at, on a personal level, like we got apps like Rocket Money where you can see like, oh, okay, I got this bill coming up in four days. Let me, you know, make sure I got enough money in my account mm-hmm. to, to handle this or whatever the case may be. Or you looking at your transi- transactions daily and seeing like, oh, okay, n- nothing going, nothing crazy going on. I bought food from this spot. Um, this is the automatic payment over here, blah, 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 blah. But I think that these big companies, they be relying on a regular nigga that's just a regular employee that's getting twenty dollars mm-hmm. an hour and they think that they're supposed to be uh, honest enough to manage millions and millions mm. of dollars like bro they just doing a job so if a tv mm. if a tv fly by excuse me and they and they miscount it or whatever the case may be they just like oh, okay it's fine like you know yeah i had a cousin i'm not gonna say his name but i had a cousin that worked for the same company and he worked as like a handyman around there and he was, he said he stole up to about $80,000. At the same store you at worked at? At the same place I worked at, but he was- I almost like, said the store name. My yeah, bad. don't say the store name. <laughs> and it, it was and, the first and, bleep we had and on he was, And he was young, too. Um, but he basically said what he did because, you know, that, that, that place was fucking everybody over, right? Mm-hmm. Which does not make it right for you to take anything, but companies have insurance, right? I'm not an advocate from taking things from any person, but companies, they can fuck off. Anyways- he was basically a handyman there, and uh, they would have him try to do patch jobs on big jobs around the store. There'd be like a pipe that was leaking or something else that was bad. So what he would do is say they would ask him because before the store was closing down for good, they say, "Hey, we can't we can't write you a check for this. We have to pay you cash. So you need to tell us how much cash you need." Mm-hmm. Literally, mm-hmm. they were putting cash in his hand to buy these items. He said, look, let me check with the store first and I'll have a number for you when I get back. So what he would do is he would tell them that he needed more cash than he did or he would say, I need this much of this product and it, he, might need, he might need two buckets of paint, but he was ordering 50 mm-hmm. buckets of paint. And what he would do is he would get two buckets and he would use that, but he would return all the other buckets of paint and then he would get a receipt for it, right? He would get a receipt for it. He would get two receipts, a duplicate receipt and that receipt. So he would get the initial receipt for that one. He would give that to the company, but the other one, he would get the refund and get all the money back on that. Oh, I got you. So you would get two. How would he just like, hey, man, can I get and, another receipt too just for my business accounting yeah. or something? And what he would do is he would cut off certain information off the receipt. He would like slice it. He would cut it with scissors so they wouldn't be able to see mm-hmm. that it was the original or was a duplicate because mm-hmm. they would print two receipts. One was a duplicate. One was the original. Oh, the, the bottom is mm-hmm. like merchant, co- or, you know. Right. So they yeah. thought they was getting the original mm-hmm. receipt, but they mm-hmm. was getting a duplicate copy. Mm-hmm. And he was he was getting big items like he would get like a, a compressor that would cost a couple thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, when he would be like um, he would get no instead of he would instead of getting. One compressor, he would get two and keep one at the store and then and return the other one and get all the money back on it. But what he was doing is so elaborate is he was returning the items. But how, how, how would he do that? Um, I know, you know, different companies are different, but I know like nowadays when you return stuff, mm-hmm. they're putting the money back onto that card. 
It's not a card, though. You got to understand, I just told you. The oh, store was closing. Cat. Oh, they're pay- yeah, yeah, you're right. You're Since right. the I'm store tripping. was yeah. closing down and all of the stores were they're closing down, they have to pay for it in cash. <laughs> yeah, that's, right? good. that's good. So what he was doing, too, is when he was returning the items, he wasn't just going to one store to return them. He was returning them one on this side of town, one yeah. on this side of town. And then sometimes he would go out of town to re- re- return the items. Dang. So, so nah, he was yeah, so I he was making and yeah. what he said, he said it was wrong what I was doing, but it allowed me to afford certain things for me and my wife and my family. I was in between jobs and they were so dumb and they was ripping everybody off, I didn't feel bad doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. But truth be told, you shouldn't have been doing that. Neither should have I. But I'm blessed that I learned from the situation. Yeah. And that I would never do anything remotely like that today. Make an honest living now. Make an honest living. Don't do shit like that. Yeah, I like, think I think those things are like. I think about it like the drug game, like you know, I watch right? This like the show, the show Snowfall, mm-hmm. like, or even the show Power. Like a lot of it is centered around, um, like trying to get out of the game. Like you know how it is a classic. You know, Jay Z mm-hmm. has songs about you know the allure of the game and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh. I don't know. It, like you said, there's no right way to do the wrong thing, but I think that um, I wonder if people like, uh, like for example, I'm taking this business course, and it it tells you everything about like executive summaries and um, profit lo- profit uh, profit margins and, and cash flow and, and uh, marketing plans and, and all these things and even like exit strategies, how you can um, you know plan your plan your way to exit out of the the business if you want to sell it or if you want to sell your assets or if you want to you know uh still be an owner in the business and just sell it off to somebody else and and give give them to run it i say all that to say like i wonder if like people and mind you these are like you know criminals so they're not always the most intelligent people but if they did have that type of business plan to like really get in and get out like okay i'm a i'm a uh you know, say I work at uh, freaking Ikea or something like that, and I'm a uh, plan this scheme where I'm taking cash from the company and then I'm buying a bunch of other stuff and then I'm returning half of it and then I'm pocketing the rest mm. and I'm going to do this for three months, three months. And then when I finish at, on the third month, I'm going to buy me a franchise and then I'm right off into the sunset. But most of the time, like niggas is just doing it to get yeah. by, which is it don't work like that, man. Yeah. It don't work like that. I think what we had on our side, too, is social media wasn't popping back then like that. Yeah. So I think what it is, too, is when people when people start making money, they want everybody to see it. So they start buying nicer stuff and posting pictures and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of dude that if I was in that situation now and I had $9 million, I would not move from where I live. I would not buy any cars. I yeah. would not make any major moves. I would be eating the same basic. I wouldn't even upgrade my lunches. Mm-hmm. I would stay there for additional year. After the $9 million, I go to work. And it's easy to be happy at work, even when you hate that job, when you got $9 million. Yeah. So them days is going to be real enjoyable. And then you and all your colleagues that was in on the theft, y'all can leave at different times. Y'all can set that up. Mm -hmm. Never over the phone, though. Have you ever went to, I mean, I'm sure you have, but ever went to work broke? And you're just like, dog, what am I doing here? Oh, yeah, millions of times. (laughs) Like, I ain't got no money in my account, and I'm spending eight hours here. Yeah, man, that, yeah. that's 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 one of the reasons why I made the transition into trucking. It doesn't didn't make me rich, but it made me have more money. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that's good. It afforded me a better, just a better lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I said, it ain't making me rich. Mm-hmm. But I do eat good. Yeah, that's I, good. I definitely do. Mm-hmm. You know? Charmaine. 
Oh no, fuck that. <laughs> that oily chow man from Panda fucked me up. Mm-hmm. God damn. <laughs> yeah, folks. Uh, if you think about doing something illegal, don't do it. Okay? Oh, what I was gonna say is, I think that like one day that that might be a that might be a movie, man. It, it sounds like it's that classic. You know, it's not drugs in your case, but uh, you know, just like electronics, TVs, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then it's the same situation, like in in uh, American Gangster, where you know that's I don't think it happened like that in real life, but basically the moment where they go to the uh, they go to the boxing match with the with the mink coat on. Oh my and god! Then they get all the pictures and stuff yeah. like that. But for you, it was like the nigga that pulled up with the freaking yeah, Lamborghini that, doors. That's when we knew <clears throat> some shit needs yeah. to stop. Yeah, and at the beginning of the movie, it's like you and your homies and be like, "Yo, we got to keep it tight." You know what I'm saying? Make sure you 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 go to work in the same clothes. You don't go buy no yeah, brand man. new Jordans or whatever. And then that, in the second act, you see this nigga with a freaking Lamborghini. You know, I, I, doors. yeah. I'm gonna say this. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm still pretty close with. Those those a uh, couple you know colleagues that I had or co-workers I had at that time while we still all real cool mm-hmm. is because even then as young men we was all doing something we should not have been doing we did it in a way that was uh it, it was I don't want to call it intelligent but it kind of was and we stopped without getting busted mm-hmm. and no one no one told on nobody with none of that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and uh yeah man you, yeah you, when you can learn from a situation without having the suffer consequences that you really are even if you was doing something wrong you're a pretty sharp person yeah that's you know what I'm saying? and i think we all was on that time man mm-hmm. i would just encourage people um if you think it's cool you think it's attractive to you know to do something wrong like that i i don't think you should risk it mm-hmm. i came out on the other end of it perfectly fine but here's the thing did that make me rich fuck no yeah you spent all that money yeah, all that money been gone years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. But was it fun when it came in? You goddamn right. Yeah. You know, you, hey, what it what it uh what did Tupac said? And even though I slain rocks, it feels good putting money in your mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt, man. Yeah. Putting money in that mailbox, goddamn it. <laughs> all right, let's switch gears. Uh Busta Rhymes. Uh, Busta Rhymes says having a really difficult time breathing during sex sparked his weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. So that hey man, I, everybody has that moment that define <clears throat> that defining moment that lets them know. Yeah. But Busta Rhymes is in there trying to fuck like every time I got to do it, then I got to show it, then I got to go it, and thinking what did 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 He was in there struggling on that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Buster Rhymes? He was getting an asthma attack, and then he just stopped, and he just start talking like that on the pussy. No, you know that moment. It's like every time I got to do it, and I got a bit of it, and I got a bit of it, and it's like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. If he did that, if he did that on the pussy, that's an automatic orgasm. <laughs> moving your t- moving your mouth like that. Yeah, she definitely funny. gonna bust. All right, <clears throat> he funny. said. I got up and walked out the bedroom so she could she wouldn't panic seeing me trying to <clears throat> to keep myself calm. I was trying to inhale and it, it felt like I wasn't it wasn't working. I felt like I was having an asthma attack, but I don't have asthma. So I walked out the bedroom and went into the living room and I was forcing myself to inhale and to <clears throat> relax. The beach ball artist uh, shared. Oh, God. Beach ball. I don't know what the fuck. These people. You anyway. got to put a, come on. That's a song There's out no there. There's no context. We know. It's a song we know. Come on, yeah. man. 
Although he tried his best to resolve the situation discreetly, his spouse was still noticed something was wrong. She was like, yo, this is not who I fell in love with. She didn't know what. She said that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's kind of rude. Yeah, nigga was breathing hard. <laughs> you know, women, women are not going to be very nice if you can't, if you can't fuck them right or yeah. something. Or you bust fast or let's say you lose your erection or something. Women are not very caring in that moment. Yeah. They, want, they just want the nut. They just want to get a nut off. He used to be able to get it up. That's the person I fell in love with. It's like, it's one time that happened. Come on. Man. <laughs> All right. Uh, she didn't uh, know what had happened outside, but the fuck is stupid links. Uh, but she was looking at my body and the weight. She was like, "Yo, you got to lose this weight. This breathing is scaring me." Dang. When I when I met you, you wasn't like you wasn't like a muscle head, but you had you were slim. You was cut. You had your shit right. Mm-hmm. I need you to get back to who I fell in love with. Buster recalled for of her purpose. <laughs> that is a crazy. It may sound crazy. Way. Hold on, hold on. That might sound crazy. However, I think that if a woman heard that, they would feel hurt by that. That's what I'm saying. They feel hurt by that. But women talk to us like that because they know we can take it. Yeah, that's true. And that's I still mean, not right. That, 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 that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it right. But when we tell you that you've gained a little weight, keep that same motherfucking energy. BB Rexa. Keep that same motherfucking energy. She said, and you know what? This is also for, uh, for men out there. When, when If a woman did meet you and you was in great shape and now you gain 150 pounds, you can't be mad at her for not being as attracted to you, brother. I'm sorry. That's real. Okay, let's be Buster real. Rhymes, he, um, he's definitely a person. His weight be fluctuating. Sometimes he'd be in really good shape, and sometimes he'd be like, you know, I don't know. And he, he used to be really skinny. Yeah, he used to be back in, oh, in the 80s. He was real yeah. skinny, early 90s. Yeah. 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 That's a, but, but, uh, that song with, uh, he had a song with. Uh, Janet Jackson? No, 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 not that one. No. Oh. Uh, it was the one before that. It was the one with uh, <clears throat> what's Q-Tip's group back in the day? Oh, uh, Tribe Called Quest. Tribe Called Quest. He had a song mm-hmm. with Tribe back in yeah. the day. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. Like a dungeon. Say what? So what? So what? So what? Scenario? No. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. His verse on there is hard too. Yeah. As I combine, what the fuck on the bar? Kill up, kill up, what the fuck on the bar? Boom! Mm. Come the dragon. I'm back in. Hunter from the dimes on the raging. Yeah, he was getting yeah. off. Yeah, he was going crazy. I don't know what got into got into him when he was in the studio that day. I know what got into him now. Sandwiches, <laughs> Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> First, I gotta do it. Then I gotta show it. Then I gotta go at it. Then we gotta anybody that could talk that fast. I'm I'm surprised that he couldn't fucking breathe. That's real. I'm sure he can perform that. On stage. First I gotta suck it, then I gotta fuck it, then I gotta <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. That'd be crazy. Buster Ryan's probably be trying to practice that while he like fucking. He like, first I gotta go it, then I gotta show it. First I gotta eat it, then I gotta cook it, then I gotta eat it, then I gotta swallow it, then I gotta <laughs> First I got a burger, then I got a taco, then I got lasagna, then I got a chicken then I got... <laughs> <laughs> this nigga just rhyming food now. <laughs> oh, Buster the Rhymes is so crazy. Oh, oh my so God. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious, man. Whatever triggers your weight loss or betterment of yourself, God bless you. It may not be the most... Yeah. Um, uh, it may not be the most beautiful story ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, man. Just, yeah. just keep your cardio up too, man, because it matters. Like we do way more work than women in the bedroom. They can sit there and say, "Oh hell no, that's not true." Women, doggy style. Who does that benefit the most? Women, mm-hmm. right? And who got to do all the stroking? Men, mm-hmm. missionary. Who likes that the most? Women. Mm-hmm. Who got to do the most stroking? Men. Mm-hmm. It goes on and on. The only time we taking a break is when we eating pussy. Yeah. I mean, I ain't even a break because your tongue could get tired. Bro, your whole jaw get tired. Yeah, you get locked jaw. You be eating pussy <clears> for so long, you be like, dude, when are you going to nut? <laughs> God damn. My whole face is paralyzed. First I got to eat it, then I got to suck it, then I got to lick it. <laughs> <laughs> First I got to lick it, then the clitoris. And then the <laughs> Yo, that'd be crazy. Imagine like a cartoon and the clitoris be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny, man. Oh, the man. Best rhymes, man. It'd be crazy. And women be picky too. Like, it was doing good, but you had to switch your licks up. You switching your licks up. Man. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Shout out to Buster Rhymes, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's stay on it. There's not a whole lot else to say about that. Mm-hmm. I just think that, like, just try to keep some level of cardiovascular health. Your the most important body body. The most important muscle in your whole body is your heart. Yes. There is no muscle more important and your heart is a muscle. Mm-hmm. You know, I did a shitload of cardio today too. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like I'm a big dude, but I I put in work. Mm-hmm. You got to, man. Yes. You got to. And sometimes, you know, when you hear like like oh, like maybe a woman will be like, "Why wow, you're putting in work? You're really working hard." I seen you doing all the cardio. Like deep down inside they'd be like, "I think this guy could fuck." <laughs> Yeah. He's not a one minute man. Nope. Nope. This time it's times where you it's times where you just you get that nut off way too quick, man. Yeah. And it's like, God, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, I was right? telling I was telling you on the phone, man, my, my quickest time was with a Lizzo. Oh, Lizzo got you? Yeah. Lizzo. Lizzo like, I mean, What I you pre- doing back there with that pink <laughs> <laughs> funny uh, <laughs> i know you didn't already have an orgasm <laughs> imagine being in a relation imagine you being in a relationship with lizzo and she tell you the same thing buster rhymes spouse told him what do you mean like you ain't the same person oh <laughs> that's because you ate that person lizzo <laughs> you fucking ate him <laughs> That's crazy. All right, man. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up with the next one here. Yeah, let's do it. I got homework to do. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, we got the, we got them fights too, man. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, switching gears. Cardi B asked fans to splash me down, and she put in quote, which she basically said to splash her pussy. That if anybody knows the story recently, Cardi B got hit with a slurry of water and ice <laughs> in the face, and she threw a microphone to hit the person, right? Yeah. She's being sued for that. Uh, uh, just not in her face at concert where she threw a microphone. Another clip of the rapper's now viral performance in Las Vegas over the weekend adds more context to the mic-throwing situation. Another clip of the performance where Cardi B threw a microphone at the concert go over the weekend adds some more context. Uh, in a now viral video, the Grammy winner uh, retaliated against a crowd member who hurled a drink at her as she performed an outdoor set at Dre's Be- Beach beach club in las vegas on saturday however according to the second clip of the concert cardi and her dj asked the audience to splash her down they're just putting this 
they're not, they're not adding context. She literally said, "Splash my pussy." It's in it's in the the video. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, splash my pussy, y'all. Throw the water on my pussy. Mm-hmm. What kills me about that is you're encouraging people to throw stuff at you. First of all, and then you're telling me to splash water on your pussy. Like. I can aim and aim it right at your pussy. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, if you got a little vagina, that's going to make it harder, right? Yeah. And even if you got a bigger vagina, I still might miss. <laughs> this is fucking ignorant. Anyways, uh, splash me down, said Cardi, and the fans obliged throwing water toward the performer. That shit feel good. Put that shit in my pussy, bitch. Come on. Oh, she going crazy. That's what she said. Bro, this is so, this could be sexual harassment. Yeah, she going crazy. Yeah, these... <clears throat> man, it's unclear whether the direction was given to the crowd before or after the rapper appeared surprised when a drink was thrown in her direction as she performed her hit Bodak Yellow and threw her microphone at the front row attendee whose security seemingly escorted away. Now, here's the problem, right? First of all, alcohol had to be the issue. She had to be drunk, Right. First of all, you're screaming, telling people to throw water at your pussy. Don't mm-hmm. know why. Might have been a hot day. I don't know. All I know. Get in Vegas. Yeah. So she's telling people to throw water at her pussy. Mm-hmm. Maybe she <clears throat> needed to cool it down. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you're encouraging people to throw shit at you. And then when they throw something at you, you throw a mic. And let me be clear. Cardi B got aim. Because that fucking mic hit that person square on. Yeah, she need to play quarterback. She need to go to the Ghetto Olympics. That, <laughs> that fucking microphone went. She's like, boom, 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 boom. You can't mess with me, e- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hit her right, and it, she threw it right at her, and it spun around. Yeah. Imagine you minding your business or telling or doing what the artist tells you to do, and you get escorted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Supposedly they dropped the charges. Yeah, well, they better. Yeah. Because then now, oh, the person dropped the charges? They done for that. Well, it was the police, not the, the person that pressed charges. Oh. The police were investigating it. Oh. That's dumb. I guess that there's some artists getting, there was some, uh, like a trend of artists getting hit with shit. Mm-hmm. There was one with Kid Cudi. They was throwing everything at that nigga. Mm-hmm. He was up there like, hmm, um, um. Wait, what was, what'd you say? They was throwing shit at, because <laughs> Kid Cudi, that's how he sing, how he rap. Yeah. He'd be like, hmm, <laughs> mm, uh, All that, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Whole motherfucking egg hit him in the head. <laughs> I'm up the adventure. <laughs> it's crazy because there's a um there's actually an auction online for the microphone that she threw. It's really? On, it's on eBay. It's at nine hundred uh it's at ninety nine thousand dollars right now. Wow. Yeah. People crazy. They're fucking remember they sold grass from Kanye's fucking church service? Yeah. It was so selling service. Somebody <clears throat> sold air. Selling farts. That's What's the name? Selling her uh, her pussy in uh, candles or something like that. Who? Erica Badu. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You be like, ever since I lit this candle, my house stays smelling like fish. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some people say, I guess there's what's the what's the word? Is it pheromones? I can't remember what the word is, but supposedly yeah. some women's vagina smell has like a calming smell about it. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are talking your pussy up too much. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like. Grabbing my nuts like, you smell that? That's peace. That's, that's crazy. That's tranquility. This is sweat and hard work. <laughs> <laughs> this is a stair climber. 
<laughs> this is 10 hours of sitting on a truck at work. <laughs> it's like me getting marinated ball sweat like, yeah. can you smell the serenity from my nuts? <laughs> nah, that's, that's crazy. Ain't nobody buying a nut candle, man. <laughs> that ain't happening. Yeah. Oh, that's man. That's yeah. bad. <clears throat> Cardi, I think that, but I think outside of that, um, and not even in particular, like talking about Cardi B, but I, I just think we got to do, we got to do a better job of just con- controlling our emotions, because I think that um, that this situation, it looks like the charges were dropped, but this situation, like, it's it's uh, it's happened quite a few different times where she's. You know, either lashing out at somebody, throwing something at somebody, or you know, getting into some sort of altercation. And um, she seems like a sweet person, but it's just some 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 stuff just be getting her like yeah from zero to a hundred stupid ass. Yeah, I was telling you just right now about Kid Cudi. Here it is. Kid Cudi walks off stage, is rolling loud uh, after crowd throws objects at him. Kid Cudi performed as a replacement for <clears> Kanye West. <throat> who made a surprise appearance during Lil Durk's set at the festival. Kid Cudi walked off during his headline set and rolling out last night after members repeatedly threw items onto the stage. The rapper-singer Scott Muscutty replaced... Uh, skip all that. And this says, uh, Kitty were previously close friends and collaborators, but have had a tumultuous relationship, blah, 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 blah. That's not all important. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why you would replace... Kid Cudi with Kanye... Uh, Kanye with Kid... Or Kid yeah, Kid Cudi for Kanye. Well, because, at, because literally... Kid Cudi was at the beginning of Kanye's takeoff. That's why. No, a, but, a lot of the things. No, that, I get that. Yeah. I understand that there there's a connection there. But what I'm saying is, one, they 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 beefing at the time, mm. and then two, it's like you you have a, a like a tangential person, you know, performing while you have like you know like a like a altercation going on. Mm. So yeah, they was throwing things up there. He's like, mm, "Why well, you throwing things at me, baby?" I don't know why you throwing rocks at me, baby. Mm. <laughs> I can't know why you doing that to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kid Cudi, man. I love yeah. Kid Cudi. Especially when he first really popped off hard, day and night. Yeah. Oh, oh. I was under my mind. Yeah. That yeah. shit was dope. <clears throat> Yeah, I still fuck with Kid Cudi. His latest album was uh, pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. That movie um, Intergalactic is great. Have you uh, seen it? Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, you need tell you and your girl need to check it out, man. Okay, that's a good. That's like a good movie just to watch in general. But like, mm-hmm. if you know you got family or you, you know you with your lady or something, it's a good movie to watch mm-hmm. for sure. I'll check it Intergalactic's out. Intergalactic's a really good. It's on Netflix. I don't know. It might still be there. It's a mm-hmm. good animated movie, but mm-hmm. it. Um, uh, Ty Dolla Sign is in it too, and that's uh, dope. Yeah, it's a fucking great movie, mm-hmm. really good movie. And what is his? Is he the creator, or voice actor, yeah. or something? Yeah, he oh, is. Okay. He's dope. in the movie as the voice actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> it's just I don't know, man. It's just a really good film. I just watched it out of you know being skeptical. I didn't mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, he's a he's a rap artist. You know, he probably come out with an average movie, but it was really good. That's dope. I really liked it. I like yeah. it when. I like it when I have an idea and then it just completely exceeds my expectations. Yeah, it's always good to be like pleasantly surprised in that way. Cause, yeah, you know, it is. It is a lot of bad content out there, so it's good to be pleasantly surprised in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now, hey, Mister Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> he, he has a, that documentary. Remember, or you told me to watch it. Yeah, it was kind of dark. It was really dark. He yeah, was, he he was going a through of, a lot of demons and cocaine use and mm-hmm. mental health and shit. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, at that time, man, it was real rough for me because, you know, everybody that was in my corner, I was pushing them away, you know, mm-hmm. and like, it's tough, man. You know, like when you're going through stuff like that, you know, nobody knows what you're really going through the dark darkness in your mind. You know <laughs> what I mean, man? Yeah. That's kind of how Cuddy talks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was going through it. Cuddy remind me of like one of those black guys that went to Stockdale High School. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he went, he went to Where school. is he from? Cleveland or something? Yeah, he's from Ohio, yeah. 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 I fuck with Cuddy Heavy though, man. Shout mm-hmm. out to him, man. Shout out to Kid Cuddy. But I don't know how much else we got, man. I think we could wrap this shit up. Yes, sir. We appreciate y'all, man. We kind of had to throw this podcast together because we had some shit going on tomorrow, too. Yeah, it was fun. But we appreciate y'all, man. We had a lot of fun today. Mm-hmm. You know, my prayers go out to Lizzo. Lizzo's victims, that is. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, um, we're gonna see. Yeah, we're gonna see. I think we'll we'll revisit that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Um, don't forget to subscribe to all the platforms. Uh, to YouTube at a Trucker's Mind podcast. Yeah. Instagram at underscore a Trucker's Mind a underscore Trucker's Mind underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Head on over to the Cash App for a friendly donation at ATM Pod. Um, and head over to a Trucker's Mind dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get some merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. Uh, right. If you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>